generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. <laughs> yeah. When I'm out in them wild boys, blunts and fillets. When I'm out in LA, boys, raps and switches. Now blow off to this. Now rip off to this. Now throw it up. Raise it up for that gangsta shit. Now blow off to this. Now rip off to this. Now throw it up. Raise it up for that gangsta shit. I'm in my Lambo maggot. My 44 faggot. Doors lift up. I'm like, go, go, gadget. See the shit I got on. Homie, I'd hate to. My Teflon on. Boy, my government issue. I hit your vertebrae. Bullets rip through tissues. Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz's Money Mail. That song is that song is played by all of the people with retail stores driving home for the next seven days as we fall into the trap, buying bullshit from their stores on Black Friday, thinking that oh we're using these sales to our advantage, baby. <laughs> what fucking idiots we are! In fact. They're the ones using us to make plenty of cash and we're contributing towards their goals and their dreams and their outcomes that they want. And hey, I love business and it is what it is. It's all fair game. We're the ones that do it to ourselves. We think we're getting these great deals and we should know better, but we don't, so we rip into it. So this is the grinchiest money mail you'll ever hear as I try and convince people, probably too late by now, not to participate in the sales that keep coming up if, I will say, if you are buying things that you do not need. And I always like to make that distinction because I buy shit, I spend money, I don't like sit around and just invest every last cent that I have and do everything perfectly. You know that by now. But part of stage one of sorting out a financial journey and pathway to a better financial life is is tidying up some of the things that we do. Now, I don't think... We should be excited by big sales. You start to outgrow that and realize that it's better to buy things when you need them, not when you're being encouraged to be excited about some sale that's on. You know, It's all emotional triggered responses to get us excited, firing up the old dopamine, all that sort of stuff, and we're thinking, yeah, 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 like this is awesome. I'm going to get involved in the sale and get it done. But... Did you really need it? So that's what we're going to be exploring today. Before we get into that, it's week number 133. That's a shitload um, of lessons, and it's good to have you listening. This week, I did a couple of podcasts with Mikey. We went in studio to the Attention Seeker. It is a agency in Auckland in Ponsonby who help people with personal branding, and they also have a podcast studio, a studio where you can get videos done, uh, photos done, all sorts of stuff, and they have they had two people in the studio the whole time, live editing it and clipping out some captions. I think the 
two staff members, Sophie and Connor, shout out to them. They really enjoyed being in there as well, which is pretty cool. And I think they learned quite a bit. And I think they thought Mikey and I were pretty weird by the time we left, which they'd be right. So we had a lot of fun in there. We're going to try and do that every month maybe or every couple of months and just bring a bit of a different dynamic for all of you and we'll try and perfect that process as well again like I told you last time it sort of adds another barrier to then just getting the content done but uh, we'll develop a process to ensure that that happens faster some exciting stuff to come from that space and we'll get that out hopefully yeah hopefully you listen to this before you see it but if not you might see uh, some of those clips start rolling out it'll be awesome there's been heaps of sharing going on uh, on the old uh Instagram and whatnot recently which is cool to see and the follower account on Instagram has really been growing and I think is probably picked up maybe like 300-400 followers this week which is pretty grunty, pretty epic because that's uh, an increase of about 8% of the account and the, the content is obviously really speaking to people and it's good because we're heading into this tough time and I won't reiterate all the stuff that Mike and I talk about on the podcast we did around the OCR going up and how they're now saying yep expect a recession is what it is, suck it up. You know, you've been getting yourself ready for that. We've been trying to teach you and you can get a good summary of where everything's at and our thoughts around that. That's Mikey and I. When you listen to that podcast, it will be out very, very soon as well. Uh, But a cool, exciting week for me this week. I'm up house-sitting. Again, I am feeling way better post-COVID and I got to do this week a presentation to a, a big corporate and speak about financial literacy and whatnot. I did it online I got paid to do it, which was cool, so that's tick, you know, one one run on the board for my goal to try and do 100k worth of speaking over this next 12 months, so uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm on the board team, I am on the board, and there's plenty of, um, you know, plenty still to, to be done and to be ticked off in that space, and I've been spending some time getting better at figuring out my process for that, and I think you might find this quite interesting, I actually set up a form to book me to speak and I went back and when I was rebuilding out this new process, I thought, oh, I've already got that form. And I thought, oh, where is it? And when did I do it? And I went and had a look and it was February 2020. Now, before COVID sort of really kicked in, I felt like I was on this upward trajectory where I was getting to asked to speak quite a bit. And then COVID hit and it all kind of stopped because events stopped. So that's why I was building that. But nothing's you know it's taken like another two years and it's all coming back on but um I've got that form there and I sent it to Mike and I said this is you know this is no one's used it yet but I'll start to send it to people but I said this is an example of believing in where you're going and believing in yourself and actually now it's happening so I can use that form I think it's you know it's it's hard for a lot of us to have that confidence in ourselves or self-confidence but if you can start to do more of that in your life where you do believe in yourself and you have that confidence. It's a it's a massive game changer and um, it's a really cool feeling when the things that you know will happen, it's just a matter of time when they do start happening, it's pretty cool to be able to back up the thinking and the chats that you have with yourself inside your head when they happen for real. And I hope you get to experience that as well because it's a very empowering feeling and I don't think you should take it for granted. Right. Let's get into this week, week number 133, the Black Friday specials suck in brackets for, or suck in brackets us in. Apparently there are discounts everywhere today, the old Black Friday sales are in full swing, they seem to be a whole week these days too, don't they, even like 14 days. Black Friday has become a very popular day of buying in New Zealand and can outperform the once fashionable Boxing Day sales. Boxing Day was once the country's biggest sales day of the year, it isn't anymore. 
it's actually this Black Friday time of the year. So what the hell is it? Well, it's time to consult Google. It is believed by many that the term Black Friday derives from the concept that businesses operate at a financial loss or are in the red until the day after Thanksgiving, that's in America, when massive sales finally allow them to turn a profit and put them into the black. Did you know that that's what Black Friday was about? Like, I had no idea. I didn't know where the name came from. Uh, And to be honest, like, do you even know what Thanksgiving is? I don't know. I've got no idea what Thanksgiving is. I'd imagine many Kiwis don't either. To many of us, Black Friday is just another day where there are a stack of sales going on. Bargain hunters are out in full swing, ready to buy items at a discount, much like the Boxing Day sales, except this time we are copying our American friends. It's a big deal over there. In America, businesses made an estimated 30 to $40 billion in sales during the 2021 Black Friday, so that's last year. 30 to 40, 30 to $40 billion in sales. That is, shit, it's a big country. That's nearly 13% of all retail sales in the United States that occur between Black Friday and Christmas. So over 10% of their sales in retail for the entire year happen from now to Christmas. So basically this next month. 13% of their sales in four weeks. So they've got to go hard, right, to really squeeze that. And they've just kind of conditioned consumers to do that. And now we're picking up with it over here. Because in New Zealand, the e-commerce giant Mighty Ape, I don't know if you've ever brought anything online through them, I have a book and different things, and it gets dispatched to you. They've said that Black Friday has been their biggest sales day of the year for the past five years. It will be interesting to see if this year is different as the cost of living war rages on, especially after the Reserve Bank lifted the official cash rate by the biggest amount in history this week. The OCR rose to 4.25% and that is an increase of 0.75%. The official cash rate is a tool used to hopefully cool inflation by decreasing the disposable income households will have by increasing the amount of interest they pay. The scariest part, or scary-ish part, is the Reserve Bank's new forecast expects the OCR will hit 5.5% by the middle of 2023. They expect it to stay at 5.5% for another 15 months before it starts to decline. This means higher debt servicing costs for longer. You need to be forecasting the impact of rising debt on your personal finances. Back to the sales and price by data here in this country suggests that 42% of Kiwis do not intend to buy anything in this year's Black Friday sales. So they survey people, price by do it. Four out of ten of them are like, nah, I'm not going to buy anything this Black Friday. So that'll be interesting. Uh, this is an increase of 13% since last year. You'd have to think that, were we in lockdown last year? No, I don't think we were in lockdown last year, but we were kind of coming off the back of that. And basically, you know, more people this year are saying, no, I'm not going to be buying anything in Black Friday. But I think time will tell. You need to remember that these sales aren't designed for you. They're designed for the businesses using them, who in turn use you, and you in turn often use money you didn't necessarily intend on spending. Worse still, you may use money that isn't even yours. You're going to use buy now, pay later, credit cards, you know, that sort of thing. So before you pull the trigger on that Black Friday purchase today, or this week, or whenever, or any sales purchase, think, do you really need this? Is it really saving you money? Perhaps Google the item and see what other price it is listed for and what price it was previously listed for. As an example for you, I brought those microphones, the, the Rode microphone to be able to record the reels that I was doing for Instagram and TikTok because people were saying, bro, can you please just get a fucking microphone? What are you doing? So I went online. I was like, oh man, they're $500. And then they were 300 at a different place and then 299 somewhere else and um, by the time we went into the store, it was actually like $289. So, you know, different places are selling things at different prices. Be careful when you are buying things. Maybe jump online and have a comparison very quickly or just compare and see, you know, what where you, could you get this cheaper um, if it's quite a large item. And 
are you buying something and thinking that you're getting it a discount, but really it's been marked up in price and then looks like it's been discounted? Could you get it for that price previously? Have a bit of a fish around on the internet. It might even just slow your impulse down of, oh shit, okay, maybe this isn't actually some big massive saving that I'm getting. Of course, I had people blowing up my Instagram and Facebook saying, no, you don't understand. Black Friday's a great time if you've been saving up money to actually go and buy your Christmas presents in advance. There's probably some merit to that and there's probably some truth to that. I'm not that naive to that. Um, but what I'm always trying to encourage is, do you really need to buy this shit? Is it actually you know, needed? And are you just falling for the tactics that these places now use? You know, We've fallen into using America's methodology to consume. The thing I find really interesting is that there's this massive movement towards being environmentally friendly and decreasing our carbon output and everything towards the environment and people won't blink or think twice about consuming. Oh yeah I might buy this worthless plasticky shit that's come all the way from China on a ship and is wrapped in more plastic. That doesn't matter like it's all good don't you worry about my impact. Uh, It's just weird that people are so far into that camp and it's increasing now as well but I think some of those people still don't look at their purchasing and go hmm one of the biggest impacts on the environment is probably my level of consumerism and again I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong but I like to look at things and think oh man I love how humans they just contradict themselves all the time and it's so hard not to contradict yourself in life because you want to stand up for things but then often the actions that you take are just completely misaligned with the things that you think are important to you or you've grabbed on to a current trend of narrative and things and so then you want to be like yeah I, I get on board with that but then you don't actually back that up via your actions but yeah is what it is like again I don't know what the right or wrong answer is there but these organizations and these people having these sales like they're wanting you to consume right and we live in a world of consumption and and things like that, and then you saw this sort of movement towards minimalist and, you know, blah, 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 and like that seems to have gone quiet again, and now it's more like, yeah, let's save the environment through different means, well, what are those means? Like, I don't know, I don't really actually do anything to, yeah, try and, oh, I might might jump on the bus once a day, Um, but then do you outweigh that through buying shit that you don't actually need, and do you know where it's come from, or the impact of that? Like, who knows, you know, everyone's got to go down their own rabbit hole on that thing, and and think about how far they're going to push that argument, and then how far you're going to push it on other people as well. Are you going to enter debt for these sales? That's also something you want to be thinking about. Could you make a one-off payment for the same amount to your retirement fund? So instead of buying this thing that you may not need, but you think you're getting a great deal on, perhaps put that money into a retirement fund. What about into an emergency fund? Maybe get that shit in order first before you go spending willy-nilly. Now, I get it. I'm sounding like a true accountant. You know, don't spend any money. Don't have any fun. This is why you suddenly have to go to the toilet at barbecues when someone tells you, yeah, yeah, I'm an accountant because they are fucking 12 out of 10 likelihood of being boring as shit. So I apologize that this one does seem very grinchy. But yes, I can appreciate that this email sounds exactly like that and this podcast does too, but know your own profile and where you're at with your financial goals before you help a business achieve theirs. Do you get it? Like That's what these sales are designed to do. They're trying to achieve things, getting you to help them do it. So think about what your own financial goals are before helping a business with theirs. And I love business. Quite simply, have you got your shit together? If inflation and higher interest rates continue to chew up your disposable income, stop practicing the habits of consuming that a low interest environment has taught us. This is what Adrian or the Reserve Bank are telling us. Like, please stop buying as much shit. Please stop demanding. Please stop spending. We're trying to slow inflation down. But, you know, we've been conditioned 
through a low interest environment, through access to credit, through a consumerism environment, through an environment where we can get everything as quickly as we want. You know, we're, we're conditioned to consume, so they're fighting a pretty losing battle, aren't they? Avoid, at least just avoid going into debt to consume just to try and make someone else happy or impress someone on social media or to take advantage, in quotes, of a Black Friday special. Be smart. Go shopping when you need something, not when you are bored. That's a great hack. Don't go shopping when you're bored. That's working right into your psychology of, oh, I'm bored, I might go shopping, increase the old dopamine, have a smart weekend. You are one of over 660. 6,600 recipients. Do you know someone you could share this with? Did you know Kiwi spent close to $250 million on Black Friday deals last year? This excludes spending on food, liquor, and hospitality merchants, which is easily going to take that past $250 million. So a quarter of a billion dollars spent on Black Friday deals last year. And I'd say that number will continue to increase and increase. There you go. A very uh, quick and simple lesson this week just to get people thinking about Black Friday and, and you know whether it's something we're actually conscious of when we are spending and, and taking part in these sales or whether uh, we are basically doing it without even realising because other people are or we just think, oh yeah, what a great time to be taking advantage of these sales. Hopefully, if you uh, did need to buy things that you knew you were going to be buying you know, you, you used it and did it smartly and you're not going into debt because we are going into a harder time of higher interest rates and the, the more debt you have exposed to interest rates, the harder it is because it compounds, right, if you're not being able to repay it back and that's where we start to get into trouble. So now we're going to see all the reverse of what was sexy a couple of years ago. You were seeing about people starting up share groups and talking about sharesies and everyone's joining that and we're looking for compound and we're looking for growth and we're looking for it to move forward now what we're going to see is a whole big part of the economy in the country end up in debt, not be able to make their repayments, and then the interest is going to compound the other way, and they get into that spiral of, fuck, I cannot get on top of this stuff. So, you know, again, like I don't know how many times I've told you now, but just try and chunk down some of your debt that you've got because it's going to get harder to get on top of because we're moving out of a low-interest environment, and that means that all of the debt that we have, no matter what format it is in, is going to get more expensive if... We can't get in control of it. A very quick story for you before I go. I'm up house sitting at the moment and I've talked to you about house sitting before. A great way to see different parts of the old country and I've been jumping in the ocean each morning which has been really, really refreshing and just nice to get up here and get out of the city. It's a lot quieter, sleeping a lot better, feeling really good. But anyway, I got a Snapchat memory from five years ago and it was my first day house sitting up here. And I could see the excitement in the video. It was me and my mate who I used to house it with, and we're still very good friends. And we were, you know, overlooking the entire area where we're house sitting, and we'd come up here and we'd gone for a bit of a walk, and we're sort of like, "Fuck, this is going to be a pretty grunty house sit." And you know, that was five years ago, and really five years ago, I couldn't afford rent. That's why I was house sitting, and I was trying to be resourceful and figure out, okay, how can I live life a bit nicer. Uh, without having to pay for rent and I was able to get around and work from anywhere you know most people in their right mind they'd go to Bali or something and go work from over there and build out their digital business I was like well there must be a way and so that's how the house started our house sitting thing started but you know that's only five years ago and just before I was looking at maybe going away for a week in early January and googling figuring out what that's going to cost and seeing some of the prices and I'm sort of thinking uh, is that worth it you know is $400 a night is that worth it for that accommodation for that week and I'm like well 
going to be close to the beach, like all the things that I wanted. I'm like, yeah, probably is worth it. So there's two grand. You know, that's a crazy thought change to go through from only five years ago being like, fuck, I can't really afford rent to now, hmm, is it worth spending two grand for five nights to go and stay where I want to stay for a week? Um, And I think you've got to look back sometimes and reflect on where you have been able to come from. And hopefully that sort of journey that you're hearing about through where I've gone through, and I know everyone's journey is different, but you can take whatever nuggets you can from these stories to, to then inspire yourself to to believe that you can change things. And again, you know, you want to map your actions back to the things that you really want to achieve, but a good piece of reflection for me to be able to sit back and go, shit, that's only five years. That's not that long of a time. I was just talking to a mate and we were talking about how uh, some of the things we did at school in our first year, he said, mate, that's 20 years ago now. It's crazy to think that's 20 years ago. I think, shit, it doesn't, you know, time can fly and time goes by very quickly, but it's so easy to think that time feels slow now because we can do everything so quickly and we've got uh, limited and decreased attention spans and all these types of things. So, you know, can you completely change the trajectory of your life um, by changing the way you're doing things and is it worth sacrificing or, or going down that path for five years to see where it can take you? That's what I've been trying to do and that's what I'm continuing to do. I hope that you are smart about the things you are spending money on and you um, really don't get caught up in all of these sales because there's going to be more of them, especially as businesses have to push more to try and get money out of my pockets and your pockets. Be smart out there. See you next week. Kind of money that the bank can't hold. Got it up the street, moving bundles and all. Seven three caprice, old school when I roll.